Welcome to the Smart Weight Loss Coaching Podcast. I'm Dr. Lisa Olson, a board-certified weight loss medicine specialist and certified life coach. In this podcast, I'll share fresh insights and effective techniques for incorporating mindset, habit change, and proven science into your life. Are you ready to achieve sustainable weight loss, wellness, and longevity? Then let's jump in and lose weight the smart way. Welcome back. Today's topic is limiting beliefs and how they impact our weight. A few years ago, I had a new client who told me, there's no way I'm bringing my lunch to work. It just isn't practical for me, and I've never been a bring-my-lunch-to-work kind of person. Instead, she would sometimes skip lunch, go through a drive through or grab something on the fly from the work cafeteria or even from a gas station while driving from one work location to another. When it comes to helping my clients lose weight, I'm always helping them search for the changes that have the biggest impact, both easy changes with a big impact and hard changes with a big impact. With that in mind, changing the kind of lunch she was having five days a week has enormous potential. It's a big impact item. The question is whether it's easy with a big impact or hard with a big impact. The difference in this case was all about limiting beliefs. I didn't push my client to bring lunch for a long time. We found other things that she could do that were easier. Rethinking her drink from Diet Coke to water, snacking more on fruits and vegetables and less on Nature Valley granola bars, getting more high-quality sleep, reducing foods with ultra-processed ingredients, and moving bagels from a frequent meal to more of an infrequent special treat for breakfast. All of these changes had an impact for sure, but eventually the last big lever that we knew we had to pull was lunch. What to eat for lunch when work is busy and often involves driving from one place to another or traveling. Her lunch might be consumed in a car or in a hurry, and occasionally she'll eat lunch at her desk. Before we address the limiting belief that bringing lunch wasn't possible, let's talk for a moment about what a limiting belief is. It's basically a thought or a state of mind that you believe is the absolute truth, and it stops you from doing certain things. Here are a few examples of limiting beliefs that I've heard in my job. Weight loss isn't possible for me. All the women in my family have been big, so I know where I'm headed. Another common limiting belief, I can't track my food, or I can't stick to a food plan. I'm powerless around sweets. I'm terrible at exercise. I can't give up my wine. I don't have enough time to make healthy meals. Healthy foods are too expensive. I've tried every diet, and they've all failed, so I know I'll fail this time too. My body just won't give up the weight like other people's bodies. And my favorite limiting belief is just a response of, that won't work, that won't work, that won't work, whenever I suggest something. Limiting beliefs invite us to give up before we even try, because we're so fully convinced about the outcome. And when we have these limiting beliefs, our brains look for evidence that confirms our bias. Here's an example of that. One of my clients has had chronic back pain, and she was convinced that it was there to stay. She's already pretty active, 
so no one could convince her that there was anything more to do with physical therapy than the work she was already doing to be fit and active. When she did try physical therapy, she quit after a couple of sessions, saying, see, I knew it wouldn't change anything. But the funny thing, really the amazing thing, is that during our work together, She let go of several limiting beliefs about her weight and was later then willing to give physical therapy for her back another try. This time she was serious. She invested in her effort with some positive self-coaching. She purposefully chose thoughts like these. Physical therapy helps a lot of people with similar pain. It will probably help me too. And... If I'm going to do these exercises, I'm going all in, twice a day, fully committed. And her most important new belief, I know it might take six months for these exercises to change things, and that's fine. I'm patient. So she did the exercises, and she dramatically turned around her chronic back pain. It still comes back every now and again, but much less often and with less severity. And now she knows what to do during a flare-up to rein it in. She completely believes it's under her control to manage her pain. What are your limiting beliefs around weight loss? When I work with someone who says, that won't work, that won't work, I've already tried that, to every suggestion I offer, I worry about their ability to affect change. If they're convinced something won't work, even before they give it a shot, I think they're probably right. Our brains work hard to prove our beliefs true. I'd much rather hear someone say, I've tried something like that before, and it didn't do much, but I'm willing to try again and really double down on it. I can be patient if it just takes a little longer than I realize to show up on the scale. In fact, patience may be the most critical trait when it comes to overcoming limiting beliefs about weight loss. So often, people are making the right changes, but they lack the patience to hang in there for 6 or 12 months to see their efforts finally pay off on the scale. And it might not even be that they lack the patience. It might be that they don't realize the payoff that their patience will have if they just hang in there a little bit longer. Coming back to my client and her work week lunches, we decided to bring back the conversation about what it would take to bring lunch to work and the limiting belief that it wasn't possible. We dug into the details with some hypothetical questions. Number one, what could a person bring for lunch that would support her health and weight loss goals? And we made a list. Number two, what could a person bring if they didn't have access to a fridge or microwave every day? Again, we brainstormed together and generated a list. Number three, what could a person bring for lunch on days when they do have access to a kitchen with a microwave and a fridge? And we made a list of that. Number four, how much time would it take for a person to make lunch the night before? Number five, would it be possible to bring a lunch if it simply involved leftovers from the night before? And number six, ever practical, where can a person buy an adult lunchbox? And how about an ice pack to keep food cold? Suddenly, our questions got easier to answer, and she started to see her path forward. It turns out that this client was willing to let go of her limiting beliefs around lunch, and she gave herself three potential lunch plans. Plan A, bring lunch from home, usually something leftover from dinner. Plan B, If there are no dinner leftovers, she decided she'd make overnight oats with chia seeds, oats, fruit, and nuts. 
If she didn't eat it for lunch, it would last another day. And she would also enjoy that as a snack or for tomorrow's breakfast. This helped her overcome her limiting belief that she was going to get busy, not eat lunch, and waste the food. Plan C, she'd use the grocery store as her lunch restaurant instead of driving through for unhealthy fast food. She'd go into Whole Foods or Mariano's grocery store and buy something healthy and delicious at their salad and warm food bar. If she didn't have access to a store with that option, she planned to buy some baby carrots, a few slices of turkey at the deli, and some cheese sticks. The grocery store turned out to be much better than driving through, where almost every choice worked against her weight loss goals. Now my client brings both breakfast and lunch to work every day. And if she doesn't finish something, she uses it as an afternoon snack. Her limiting beliefs have been released because she knows and believes anything is possible for her. For your MBA, your next best action, I challenge you to identify one limiting belief you have around your weight or your health. Thanks so much for listening. If you'd like more support during your smart weight loss journey, check out our group coaching program at smartweightlosscoaching.com. Until next time, stay well and stay smart.